God bless you all. God bless you all. And I thank the Lord Jesus for this amazing morning. I am full of energy, full of life. Uh, I'm still overcoming my jet lag, but I'm amazing. I've been up since 3 a.m. Uh, oh, yeah, about 3 a.m. And uh, I called Bishop Cloud at what? 6? Five thirty-six. Say, come do live stream. <laughs> uh, amen, Bishop Luca here. But I thank the Lord Jesus for such an amazing, amazing love and grace that He has placed on me and you. And I'm excited for the Word of God this morning. I want you to share this as many times as you can. You know, I was dancing and I was telling them that I love the Lord so much because of what He has done for me. Ah. You know, when you when you hear that song, He made a way. Me, ah, he just, it just, it just touches you because you know how, you know, God makes ways and he's really done it for me. If there's somebody who can say God made a way for them, it's me. You know, I don't know about you. <laughs> I feel like a Baptist preacher. I don't know about what you came to do, but I came to praise his name. Listen, I love the Lord Jesus too much. He has done incredible things for me and I know he will do even more for you. So share this as many times as you can because we're going to have a very powerful message. And the message I'm going to be talking to you today is selling out, selling out. Let me tell you the truth. Uh, so many people have sold out on their destinies, on what God prepared for them, simply because they have no vision of what was placed in them. Today, God came, uh, sent me to come and tell you, don't be a sellout. Don't sell yourself out. It is the biggest mistake you could ever do. I want us to go to Genesis, the book of Genesis. Uh, Genesis, uh, I believe 25. Let me make sure I have it. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Bishop Scott is snapped on that one. Uh, Genesis 25. Look, you're going to read, right? Genesis chapter 25 from verse 27. And then uh, um, if I stop you, you pause where I tell you to pause and then you continue. Okay. Genesis 25, Genesis chapter 25 from verse 27. Genesis chapter 25 from verse 27. Uh-huh. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the boys grew. And uh, you got to read with passion. The word of God has to be read with passion. Okay. Uh-huh. Start over. Uh -huh. Let's go. And the boys grew. And okay, Esau, you, can, you can add the passion a little more. <laughs> we are <laughs> almost there. Okay, go again. And the boys grew. Mm -hmm. And Esau was a cunning hunter, mm -hmm. a man of the field. Uh -huh. And Jacob was a plain man. Stop right there. There are two brothers here. There are two brothers here. There are two brothers here. Two twins, actually. Two twins. Two brothers, and it is describing what each and every one of them has. Hmm. Read it again, verse 27. Verse 27. And the boys grew, uh -huh. and Esau was a cunning hunter. Esau, one more time. And the boys grew, uh -huh. and Esau was a cunning hunter. Uh -huh. Esau uh was a hunter. He had a career. He had a path of where he was going. Mm. Uh -huh. A man of the field. Uh -huh. And Jacob was a plain man. Uh -huh. Dwelling in tents. Listen, one has a career. One is a hunter. 
One is a man of the field. The other one is a plain man. He's just living life, going through life in the tents. Wow. Not doing anything with life. Keep going. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison. Uh-huh. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Notice this. Their father loved Esau because Esau cooked for the father when he hunted and brought food to the father. The father enjoyed it so much that he loved the elder son. Hmm. But the mother loved the younger son. Keep hmm. going. And Jacob saw pottage. Uh-huh. And Esau came from the field, uh -huh. and he was faint. Now watch, watch this. One day, the older brother goes to the field. He comes back. He finds his younger brother cooking. <laughs> cooking. And he was hungry, terribly hungry. Uh -huh, keep going. And Esau said to Jacob, uh -huh. feed me, I pray thee. Uh, with that same red pottage, uh, for I am faint. Uh, Therefore was his name called Edom. Notice this. Esau looks at Jacob, tells Jacob, Jacob, I am hungry. Feed me with that same food, that same thing you're cooking right now. That same pottage, which is boiled food, that boiled food with, with lentils, what you're cooking, feed me with that same thing, I pray you, because I am faint. Uh-huh, keep going. And Jacob said, uh -huh. sell me this day thy birthright. Uh-huh. And Esau said, behold, I'm at the point to die. Uh-huh. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Stop right there. Let me tell you the truth. Many of you that are watching right now, the devil did not take your destiny from you. You sold it. Somebody didn't hear me. Some of you that are watching right now, the devil never did anything to your career. The devil never even touched your career. The devil didn't even touch anything to do with where you're going. You sold yourself out because you, didn't, you undermined what God gave you and your stomach is leading you. Let me tell you something. There are sons and daughters that even God has given me spiritual sons and daughters that I look at them and I see great destinies in them. But let me tell you, so many of them sell themselves out because their stomach leads them mm. and not what they have been given. Mm. How can you come from the field and say you are dying? Mm. Yeah. Somebody who has fasted before, somebody who has fasted before, you know, you can't die of hunger. Yeah. You just can't die of hunger because you just came for you ate in the morning, you went to the field, you come back from the field, you find your brother cooking, and you say, feed me because I'm about to die. He said, I am faint, I am weak, hmm. okay? Uh, let me eat because I'm at the point of death, but I want that delicious food that you're cooking the way you cooked it, that's what I want. Hmm. That is not hunger. That is your stomach leading you. Mm. Some of you, your appetite for success has destroyed your life. Wow. Your desire to make it too much has destroyed your life because what it has made you do is undermine what God planted in you. You started falling in love with what people have. Mm. You see somebody driving a nice car. You start undermining your Toyota that wow. is taking you from point A to point B, building your life towards something that is solid. Wow. Some of you, you have forsaken your marriages because you saw somebody else that is looking good. Oh, you know what? 
my, my girl's kind of boring. I want somebody wild. You give up somebody that was going to support you, hold your hand while you're building up, and you went for somebody who is going to suck the life out of you. And this goes for men and women. Mm. So many of you, and this is the sad part, so many believers have sold out. You've sold yourself out. Somebody is not listening to me this morning. So many people have sold out because your hunger, your stomach. How many African countries do I know? How many African countries do I know? That when it comes to election time, people just have to be given money and they will vote the other way. Because they are stomachs. Corruption is happening everywhere. And corruption only works for the people who are worried about their stomach but not about their future. Mm. I wish somebody could hear me. Some of you, God gave you a voice. Some of you, God gave you different talents. But because you saw somebody else doing better in a different way, you undermined what God gave you. You started seeing that what God gave you doesn't even make sense. It's not even that valuable. That you are willing to sell it out for a temporary relief instead of a lasting solution. May God deliver his people. Yes. May God deliver his people. I wish more people would share this message right now. I wish more people that are watching me would share this message right now. I wish more people that are watching me this morning would share this message. This is the sad truth. This is the sad truth. Some of you, you have sold out your future because... The person that God gave you to lead you into your future may be somebody you don't like. You know, the funny thing is that God is very wise. In order to test somebody's character, Hmm. you will hide what you need in somebody that you undermine. Wow. No, you didn't hear me. Or somebody that you despise. Some of you, you have despised people. You have despised people. You have undermined people. You, are ov- you have overlooked people that carry your destiny with them. And by doing so, you sold out. Because you are caught up with what is temporary and not caught up with what is eternal. What is consistent. What is, is fulfilling. What has, sub- what has substance. Because of temporary stomach. Help us, Lord. Do you realize... That the devil's first temptation to Jesus, what was it about? His stomach. Wow. Because Satan knows human beings have a tendency and a weakness to give up their destinies for temporary re- relief. Mm. No one wants to endure. Ah. No one wants perseverance. No one wants patience. Let me say that one more time. No one wants endurance. No one wants patience. No one wants to endure. No one wants to endure pain. No one wants to build resistance. And the devil knows this. So the devil goes to Jesus and undermines the destiny of Jesus. Imagine. Hmm. The destiny of Jesus. The devil offered him bread for his destiny. That is why the Bible says life is more than bread. Life is more than bread. Some of you, you have destroyed the relationships that were going to take you to the next level because of disputes of money. 
Hmm. Little money. I, and, and the crazy thing is, I have seen people destroy brotherhoods, sisterhoods, because of money. Hmm. Little change. Ha! Brother will rise up against brother. Sister will rise up against sister. Mothers against children. Children against mothers. Fathers against sons. Sons against fathers. Because of small money that can't even change your life. That will only give you bread. And be done away with. May God deliver his people. Yes. Somebody type, I am not a sellout. I'm not a sellout. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I wish more people would share this. And uh, if people are not going to share, I'll just, I'll just log off. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. This is too much. This is too much. This is too much. This is extra, extra too much. This is way over the top too much. Help us, Lord. We need to hear this message. <sighs> Can you read it again, my son? Yes. Read when, read, read when he told him, sell me your birthright. Listen to this. Uh, Genesis chapter mm -hmm. 25, verse 31. Mm-hmm. And Jacob said, sell mm -hmm. me this day thy birthright. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. Mm -hmm. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? One more time. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. Mm -hmm. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Read it one more time. <laughs> and Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. Uh -huh. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Listen to this. This tells you why he could not qualify for the blessing that his father was carrying. Hmm. His father was at the point of death. Isaac was at the point of death. But Isaac, even though he loved his eldest son, he gave him a test to see if he's really worthy of the blessing. If he undermined his birthright, then he was not qualified for the blessing of Isaac to rest on him hmm. because he was no longer the firstborn. Hmm. The one who sold, he sold it to, treasured and honored the position that God had given him. Wow. That he was willing to take it from him, to buy it from him. Mm. So that the eternal blessing of God can rest on him. Mm. You see, sometimes you who God has favored, who you who God has favored, will not qualify to carry the blessing. Somebody that is not even as godly as you will prosper more than you. Wow. Will be blessed more than you. The only difference will be is because they honor and they, they understand the importance of inheritance. Wow. That has been delivered in you by God. Sheesh. With grace. Mercy. How? And this is why now you understand that God did not like Esau. Because God gave Esau the position 
to carry the blessing and he undermined it. And God loved Jacob because Jacob was willing to do anything he could do, everything he could do to carry the blessing. Wow. I receive. I'm going to tell you one more time. I'm going to tell you with every conviction. I'm going to tell you one more time. I am going to tell you with every single conviction in my bones. Many of you, you are suffering because your stomach led you and not the Spirit of God. Not the understanding of the value of what God has placed in you. You, you can turn off the air, my son. If you, if you understand what I'm saying, just type, I understand prophet. Just type, I understand prophet. I understand prophet. If you're capturing what I'm saying, just type, I understand prophet. Just type, I understand prophet. I understand prophet. Facebook, are you there? Esau looked at what God gave him and he said, what is it good for me if I can be hungry? You know, the true test, if you are ready to go to where God wants you to go, is how much you value what God has given you. If you can trade your calling, if you can trade your destiny for just to quench your hunger and yet you will hunger tomorrow again, you're not worthy of where God wants to take you. You're not qualified. You disqualified yourself. I've seen men of God, women of God, evangelists, bishops, look for quick ways to the top. It is the saddest thing. And I've seen this, and the crazy thing is, for years, thank God, a lot of my sons and daughters are faithful people. Mm. They understand where God is taking them. Mm. But there are some, I, it's really sad. The greed to be popular has destroyed so many. So, so many. Too, too much it has destroyed. Quick fixes never work. They don't. Read it again, my son. Read it one more time and then go to the next verse. Yes, Papa. Mm -hmm. From verse 31? Yes. Genesis chapter 25, verse 31. Uh -huh. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. Mm. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Mm -hmm. And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him. Mm. And he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Mm -hmm. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. Mm -hmm. And he did eat and drink mm -hmm. and rose up and went his way. Mm -hmm. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Esau despised it, meaning he didn't care for it. It didn't mean anything to him. 
Do you realize when Moses went up the mountain, God asked him, what do you have in your hand? Hmm. God asked him, what do you have in your hand? He said, I have a staff. He said, very good. That staff that he used to, to lead sheep was the same thing that God used for him to turn Egypt upside down. Wow. Imagine if Moses undermined it. I sh that's good. That's very deep. Imagine if Moses saw, he, he undermined it, gave it up, he didn't care for it. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine if he did not care for it. Imagine if he did not care for it. How was the Red Sea going to be parted? How was the water going to come from the rock? How was the waters going to be turned into blood? Every major miracle he did, he did it with that stuff. Wow. Yet it was something that he had all along. Don't sell yourself out. Don't be a sellout. I wish somebody could hear me and understand what I'm saying. Because you see, you have to understand this. The value of what God has placed in you, it is you who has to discover it. Mm. God won't reveal it. Mm. Through your analysis of how God operates will make you to understand what God has put in you. Wow, 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 wow. Imagine if, if Moses sold his stuff for something more valuable. <laughs> Yet the value that he would trade his stuff for cannot even be compared. I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you a sellout? <laughs> Many of you have. I've had moments that I almost sold out. Then I remembered, ah, Lord, what you put in me so much. That's why I was praising God. I was thinking about what God is telling me about this message. And it touched me so much. And I, and I looked to God and I remembered every time in my life, in my walk with God, when, when I was given almost chances, I was given opportunities. <laughs> Prophet, I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll call you right back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, and I... And I thought and I looked to myself. And it looked like it would be something that would get me to where, I, it's almost like I'm going to help God to get me to where I'm going. Mm. And then I remembered, God, 
what he has done for me. And I say, you know what, it's okay, I'm fine. If he took me from that place to here, he would take me even farther. Wow, honestly, grace. Don't ever sell yourself out. If I sold myself out, I would have never been sitting here teaching you what I'm teaching you right now. Wow. Imagine the treasure of information that God has given us. Imagine how many people have been blessed prophetically and, 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 and with healing, deliverance, and with the truth of God. How many people that God has used me to touch. If I sold out, I would have never been able to do any of these things. Wow. My daughter Liana knows this thing. She knows how far we've come. She knows how many people showed up to try and sway me to go the other way. Mm. Mike knows this. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be a sellout? Are you going to be a sellout? Are you going to undermine because you have not perfected what God has given you, or because you are still working hard and you're not, you're not benefiting yet, does that mean that you lose integrity in what God has given you? Uh, Pastor, P, uh, Pastor Papito, the great apostle, God bless you. Listen to me, the grace of God is what gets us to where we are going. You're leaving? You have a shoot? All right, bye-bye. The grace of God. Are you delivered, sir? You're free. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Eish. You see, difficult times show up in our life for a few reasons. Number one, they show up as a test if we are really about what God has mm. called us to do. Mm. It comes to weigh you, to test you, to see are you really about what God wants to do? Do you have the character, the temperament that is required for you to carry what God has prepared for you. Testing is important because it builds your endurance. Mm. It builds your resistance. That whether God is blessing you or not, I am not changing anyway. Wow. 
You see, some of you, you are good Christians because things are good. If things went bad, are you still going to believe in the Lord Jesus? Are you still going to say God is good? Or will you sell out what God gave you because of moments of difficulty? I saw a post recently, uh, uh, and I saw a, 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 a video on YouTube, and it was about a woman who was uh, 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 an evangelist. I think she was in Minnesota or somewhere, mm-hmm. and she had she was married with three kids, and she was preaching and and doing the work of God, and she gave it up to become an OnlyFans model. And uh, and uh, she gave up. Uh, what's it called? She gave up her. Uh, what you might call it? She gave up what God gave her, which she received from her parents. And the excuse was, you know, I grew up as a, uh, in a religious family, and I'm just. I just felt like it was a routine. Everybody has their own truth. I want to be uh, a lingerie model and I'm going to do my OnlyFans thing and divorce her husband and now she's, I don't know, uh, gender fluid or I don't even know. All the, imagine, that person you know never met God, never knew God at all. And you see the problem that we have today is everybody has their version of truth. Mm. You notice everybody saying my truth. There's no such thing as my truth doesn't exist. It's either truth or not. Yes. <laughs> There's no such thing as my truth. Then what will be the standard that everybody is to live by if everybody has their version of truth? Yeah. A thief will say my truth is I am borrowing. I didn't steal it. <laughs> yeah. But you say no, you took it because you did not ask me. Well, my truth is I wasn't stealing. I saw nobody was looking at it and I took it. <laughs> Gosh. When you cannot look at yourself and see your errors, you have already sold out. Wow. Let me give you 10 things that show that you have sold out. Number one, if you cannot be corrected, you have sold out. If nobody can correct you, you have sold out. If nobody can sit you down and you can listen, you have sold out. Because when somebody is giving you counsel, it's not to benefit them, it's to benefit you. It's not to benefit them. It's to benefit you. If you have pride, you already sold out your destiny. Wow. Because pride makes you to lean on your own understanding. And God says, do not lean on your own understanding. 
pride says I am better than the next person. I am above the next person. Yet you have not reached anywhere you're supposed to get to. Hmm. And logic says that nobody can do anything by themselves. It doesn't matter how genius uh, uh, your boss is or the leading scientist is. He always has a team. Hmm. So if you are too good that you don't need anybody, you already sold out your destiny. Because destiny does not happen without destiny partners. Wow. That's a good one. Jesus, God, came on earth, had 12 disciples, and had hundreds more. 12 were the closest. If we count the Mary Magdalene's and all the other ones that you see in the book of Acts, there was more than 100 people that received the Holy Spirit. And Jesus spoke to all of them. He did not speak only to the 12. He spoke to all of them, wait in Jerusalem until the promise of the Father comes. There were hundreds of people following Jesus, but the 12 were the apostles. That's good. Jesus had destiny partners. Judas was a destiny partner. Wow. In fact, the most important one. (laughs) Did you get my point? The second thing is if you have pride, pride, you already sold out. Number three, if you have no control of your tongue, Mm. you speak carelessly, Mm. you have already sold out. This is what the Lord Jesus said. Let your yeas be yeas and your nay be nay. Like, don't have too many words. Don't have too many words. The Bible says, anyone who does not tame, everyone that has not tamed their tongue is eating the fruit of it. Do you realize that you are the product of the words you've been saying all your life? Right now where you are in your life, you are what you used to speak. And what you'll be tomorrow is because of what you're speaking. Wow. Anyone who cannot tame their tongue, control their tongue, ah, you already. <laughs> you already sold out. Man. Big time. Wow. Do you realize when somebody is looking even to employ people, the interview is usually to see your mannerism, how you talk how you behave. It's not so much the credentials. That's true. It's more the person. They want to have a one-to-one with you and see f- how they feel about you. Yeah. That's why they're calling the feeling, the feeling out process. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. When you see me around g- great men of God, I'm like a sheep. Uh, when I was when I when I was in Ghana, I went to see uh, I, I went to see uh, a few um, elder prophets or senior prophets. I met with uh, Bishop Salifu, and I met with uh, Prophet Osubempa. But I haven't posted the pictures. But um, 
uh, Baba Taylor posted them. And uh, when Prophet Taylor posted them, I even realized in my pictures, because Prophet Salif is a short, short man, I literally bent myself down. I really literally arched yeah. myself to lower myself, not to stand tall because I'm, mm -mm. I am careful. Whether I love somebody, I disagree with somebody, it doesn't matter. I am careful. Mm. Look at how I reference my father. Mm, that's true. Look at how I reference my father. I do it with a lot of respect. When he has come to, to the house, how do we receive him? It's wisdom. Mm. Number four, anyone who is not under subjection to authority mm. has already sold out. Anyone <laughs> Anyone I don't know if somebody's listening to me. That is deep. You know, the anointing doesn't even work in people who are not subject to authority. Wow. Because anyone who does not understand subjection cannot be given power by God. When the centurion man spoke, Jesus said, I have not seen such faith. And the faith of that man was not because he read the Bible. The faith of that man is because he understood how authority works. Mm -hmm. He said, for I myself, I am a man under authority. Yeah. I tell my servant to go. He did not say, I am a man of authority. He said, I am a man under authority. Because I am a man under authority, I've been ordered before. I have the ability to order my servants and they will do what I want them to do. So I know, Jesus, you have the ability to send your word and you don't need to come. The guy never read the Bible. He understood subjection to authority. And Jesus said, I have not seen such faith. There were people in the temple. There were people meditating on the word. But Jesus said, the one that possessed the greatest faith in the all of Israel during his, life, his lifetime was a Roman hmm. who was not even a Christian. Hmm. Hello? Can somebody hear me? Can somebody hear me? Can somebody hear me?
Can somebody hear me? We hear you, Papa. Teaching. Number five. Are you ready? Huh? Sorry? Oh. Where are the puppies? All three of them. Okay. Number five. Number five. Number five. Are you ready? Are you learning something? Yes, yes. Absolutely. Being able to be led, anyone that cannot be led has already sold out. Listen to what the Bible says. He leads me to green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He makes me to lay down in green pastures and he leaded me to still waters. Mm -hmm. Listen to what the Bible says. Those who are led by the Spirit, anyone who cannot be led has already sold out. Mm. Wow. Is somebody listening to me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You say somebody asked me a question? Oh, no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, what, what is it? hundred percent a hundred percent you are a product of your words and you know the funny thing about words is this whether you mean it or not it doesn't matter it will affect you Wow. <laughs> out of the good heart a good man brings out good treasures so what is in your heart is always a treasure whether it is good or bad that is what you have in you and it will affect you wow. period just because you didn't mean it doesn't mean anything. Esau despised his birthright. So he thought what he was saying was not going to affect him anyway. And he paid a big price. Yeah. If you don't take your prayer life seriously. Mm. Now the last five will be spiritual. Okay. If you don't take your prayer life seriously, you have already sold out. If your prayer life is secondary, if you have to do everything else, then pray. Your prayer life is not really important to you. 
you sold out long time ago. Because you know what God has given you, it takes him to finish it, not you. So if you undermine your spiritual life, if you undermine your prayer life, you're already sold out. Some of you only pray on Thursday nights or on Sundays, but you expect (laughs) to make it with God. You're already sold out. If you don't take prayer seriously, you sold out. Your stomach is leading you. Number six. (coughs) Number seven. Seven. If you don't pray concerning your destiny, Mm. you have also sold out. Because prayer is important But even praying concerning where you're going is even more important. And there are two different things. I know Christians who pray, but they never pray for themselves. They'll pray for the whole world before they pray for themselves. Yet Jesus is saying, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Listen to that statement. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. It means what I have not done for myself, if I do it for my neighbor, I am a hypocrite. Mm. Because the standard in which I love my neighbor should be what I have done for myself. Yeah. Wow. No, somebody didn't hear that. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So how I am treating my neighbor should be based on how I treat myself. Mm. Some of you are very good at forgiving people, but you never forgive yourself. You are a hypocrite. Wow. Wow. Because people think the sacrifice should be something that you don't do for yourself. No. True sacrifice to God is that this means so much to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it to you because of how much it means to me. That's a sacrifice. So I am giving God what I love the most, not what I don't need. So if I am going to love my neighbor, I am supposed to love them with what I love the most. Mm. So if it is not something that I would want, like I know a lot of people who give people shoes, but it's not shoes they wear anymore, they don't care for. Mm. They'll give somebody a shirt because they no longer like it. But you haven't given until you give what you love the most. So if you spend time praying for the whole wild world, world and you don't minister to yourself, you don't edify yourself in your own prayer. Jesus prayed concerning himself. When he up, went up the mountain, he would come down and say, I only do what I have seen the Father do. It is because he was asking the Father, what will I do tomorrow? Where will I go tomorrow? Because by knowing what he's supposed to do, Wow. He's, a mo- he's more of a benefit to the people. Mm. Hmm. Let me use this analogy. If you're on a plane, what do they tell you? 
uh, in case of pressure, cabin pressure drops, the mask drops down, make sure you put yours on first before you help the next one. Because if you don't put yours on first and you try to help the next one, you may pass out because you're gasping for air and both of you end up dying. But if you put on your mask and you can breathe, it is easier for you to help the next person. Mm. But if you want to help the next person before you help yourself, you may die and they may die also in the process. That's good. That is why you find even this mask thing that everybody is going around Corona. You see some people saying, put on your mask. But if you put on your mask, it doesn't matter whether I put mine on or not. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some people mask shaming people. Mm. Do I think people should wear a mask? Absolutely. Protect yourself by any means possible. But take your own responsibility. Don't make it about other people. Begin with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you don't pray concerning your destiny, you have sold out. Number eight. If you don't do things that benefit your destiny, you have sold out. Every day should add on, should add on where God is taking you. Mm -hmm. hmm. There are people who I know, they do the same thing every day and wonder why things are not changing. Mm. But they expect big things. When December comes in around the 20th after Christmas, yeah, 2021 is going to be my year. Not if you're doing the same things you did in 2020. Mm. Not if you're doing the same things you did in 2019. 2018, 2017. Heck no. Oh, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Every day you must be about your father's business. Yeah. You should be doing something to elevate what God has given you. Mm. Number nine. Is everybody following? Yes. Facebook, are you there? Let me see those who are on Facebook real quick.
Okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. Listen to this. Your progression is based on your connection. Hmm. Who you are connected to can assist, aid, or speed up your mandate before God or can completely destroy it, stifle it, and wipe it out. Who are the people you most speak to? They are the reason why you are where you are. The people you are connected to are the reason you are where you are. Your progression will always based, be based on your connection. Some of you, after this message, you need to go through your phone and delete some people out of your phone. Mm. Delete some people out of your social media. Because your connection determines where you're going. Lot progressed because of Abraham. But Abraham digressed and was stifled because of Lot. You may have a big calling, but you will not go anywhere if your connection is wrong. Lot benefits from Abraham, but Abraham is being destroyed because Lot is with him. Some of you, you need to go and look at X number one, delete. (laughs) Some of you need to look at that friend you used to think, delete. There is a lot of deleting that needs to happen. And you need to cultivate a new. You need to get a new set of people that contribute to where you're going. Your connection determines your progression. Some of you, your friends, just encourage a wasteful life. Some of you, your friends, just encourage a waste, not just a wasteful life, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But uh, 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 an aborted life. Mm. Uh, you don't even need to work hard anyway. Uh, what's the point of it? Things are always going to be hard. Mm. Some of you, you have people like that that you talk to every day. People who are not doing anything, but you expect them to understand you to get somewhere. And then when God starts progressing you, they hate on you. Say, why could they hate on me? They are my friends. But they were not about progressing. Some people have died prematurely because of their connections. Wow. 
When God blesses you and you are in the hood, change your address, please. Help the people by being outside. The same streets that you loved so much, the same village that you loved so much, those same people are the ones that will kill you. Some of you still have numbers of people you broke up with I don't know how long ago. Yeah, he's still my friend, even though. What are they contributing to you? Jesus said, if your arm makes you to sin, cut it off. It's better to get into heaven with no arm. It's better to get into heaven with no eye. Mm -hmm. It means there are certain things that you need to snap. Number 10. If you don't sacrifice for your destiny, you have already sold out. If you don't sacrifice for your destiny, you have already sold out. If you don't sacrifice for your destiny, you have already sold out. You have already sold out. God tells Abraham, I will make you a great man. I will make you a great man. I will make you the father of many nations. <laughs> but give me the son that I gave you. If you cannot sacrifice if you if you can't sacrifice Papa Yes yes papa okay, uh, you don't agree <laughs> coming back Ah, Papa, you just cannot be cut, cut like that. Just pronu pro pronounce a blessing on everybody. You can't just hang up like that. Ah, uh, they are already blessed. <laughs> they have the great prophet of prophets. Love, Elias. Extra blessed. <laughs> Thank you, Papa. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Blessings. We'll okay. talk after that. So like in five minutes? Anytime. I don't rush. Okay. Bless people. Okay, Papa. Okay.
are, are you listening? Catch this. God tells Abraham, I will make you a great man. But give me your son. God gives seed to the sower. Let me show you an example. Come, 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 my son. Come, come, come here. Come, come on this side. I think the camera will capture you better on this side. Okay, now I want you to watch this analogy. Okay, I want you to watch this analogy, those who are watching from home. I have my little Cartier uh, screwdriver here. But I want you to watch this. Listen to what the Bible says. God gives seed to the sower. Mm -hmm. Some of you, you don't have anything from God because you have never given so God cannot give you. So God will not give you first in order for you to give. God is waiting to react to your giving so that he can give you. Wow. That's good. Wow. That's good. Now you have to understand what a son meant to Abraham. A son meant legacy. A son meant his, 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 uh, uh, his, his lineage continues. That was the most important thing, especially in those days. It meant more than anything because family trees are followed by uh, men in those days because the man is the one who sustains the family name. A daughter gets married, she joins another family, but the sons are bound with what their father's legacy is. Mm -hmm. So it meant a lot more to Abraham than a regular person. Because he had so much wealth, he had so much spiritual gifts mm -hmm. that it was going to be a great waste if Eliezer, his servant, was going to get it mm. and not somebody from himself. So watch this. God is waiting to react to what you do. He gives seed to the sower. Mm. Somebody who already is doing giving is the one that God gives to. God doesn't give to people who are in need. That's good. <laughs> Somebody didn't hear what I said. God will feed them, but he will never give them. No, somebody didn't hear what I just said. Uh, that's good. God will feed them. God will sustain them. But God will never give them. Because the seed that turns into a tree that blossoms into great things, God will never give you that seed unless you're somebody that already gives. Your track record in your sacrifice towards your destiny makes God to give you a seed that will change your life. Wow. 
I feel like I'm talking to myself. God cannot sustain the hungry. That's why he encourages us, feed the hungry. <laughs> he doesn't say give to them. He says feed them. Because many of the people are in the situations they are because they never sacrificed for their destiny. So if you give to them, they will go and drink more alcohol. If you give to them, they will buy more drugs. If you give to them, they will create more waste and more destruction. So God says feed them. <laughs> God is very wise. He didn't say give them money to get food. He said feed them. Because remember, it is always an exchange. If I give to somebody that is holding issues, I am trading my blessing for their issues. But if it is somebody that already gives, it means that the already flow of deliverance is in them. I can only reap even better what I put in because they're already a conduit of what is being given to them. Have you ever noticed you only get what you already do? You don't get anything outside of what you do. If you deal in hundreds, you will always have hundreds. Mm -hmm. If you deal in tens, you will always have tens. You deal in hundreds of thousands, you will always have deals that go in hundreds of thousands. Yeah. When you push yourself to enter into millions and millions start coming to you, you will always attract what you seed. Wow. Okay, go up. Somebody said something interesting on Facebook. Go down. Go down. Go down. Okay. Okay, that's a very... Anna... Uh, Anna... Jacket asked a question. Does doesn't our intention intention God okay maybe they're trying to say doesn't God look at our intention mm -hmm. no because your intentions are determined by your actions mm. you know when people say God knows my heart an example le let me give you an example somebody will insult people and say but I'm a good person God knows my heart but your heart is revealing that you're insulting people you are revealing your heart. So what is God going to look for? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. The intention that God is looking for is that your intent and your actions should match. Mm -hmm. An example, the woman who gave pennies in the church when Jesus was in the temple. Yeah. Jesus was moved by what she gave. Because it was all she had. So her intention and what she did matched up. Yeah. <laughs> I wish somebody would understand what I'm saying. Jesus said she has outgiven you all. And Jesus said it like this. Because she gave out of the nothing that she had. So what she had, she gave in the measure that she had. Completely not hoping that God will understand. She was giving her all. Period. Mm. 
So some people will go and insult somebody, fight somebody, argue with somebody, and say, but God knows my heart. I'm a good person. Well, your heart just revealed itself. Because every action you carry out is coming from the depth of your heart. Is this making sense so far? Yes. Every action you carry out is what is in your heart. <laughs> you don't act without your heart influencing you. That is why Jesus says it's not what goes into man that defiles the man, but what comes out of him. So whether you meant it or not, you actually meant it. Do you listen to what the Bible says? Every man will be judged for every idle word, not words you meant. Every idle word you will give an account for. Uh-uh, you didn't hear what the Bible is saying. You will give an account for every idle word. If the words are idle, meaning they had no purpose, they had no point, why is God asking me to account for them? Okay, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. That is wisdom. So intention Are you getting what I'm saying? Go up, let me see. I think she asked another question. Let me see. Uh, uh, let me see on Facebook. Let me see. I just want to help people today. Go up. Let me see. Keep going up. Okay, what is Uh, Go up. I think there's one. She asked if um, she doesn't know that the person is an alcoholic and she gave to them. Okay, go, go up, go up, go up. No, 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 go down, 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 sorry. Okay, you, you saw the question, what did she ask? Uh, it keeps going down and she started losing mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. I meant, for example, if I don't know the person is an alcoholic and I give to them. That's why we need wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. We don't just get compelled because somebody asks us. Obviously, we, n we are not going to know everything, but we have to try and assess the situation as much as possible. Yeah. and see, okay, what is this person's condition, mental condition? Where are they? Okay, maybe it's the right thing to give them this. Mm -hmm. Ah, maybe I'll give them food, or maybe no, I'm not going to give them anything. There's a time I was in, uh, me and my son, Andrew, we went to watch fights, which we love to do. And I was walking with him, we were, we were in Las Vegas, there was a big fight, one of my spiritual sons was fighting. Mm. And we are in Las Vegas walking on the strip. And as we are walking on the strip, there was a man that was asking for money. Mm -hmm. And I told Andrew, you see that man? God told me not to give him anything. Mm. He said, Daddy, why? I said, you'll see. When we walked by that person, he didn't even ask us for anything. He just started insulting us. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys think you're all that and this and this and this said, wow, dad, I said, you see, God already told us that he's not the right person to give to. Wow. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there are cases, every case is different in the sense that 
it is our duty to at least analyze what is going on. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the main point, the main point of what I'm communicating right now The main point of what is being communicated right now is that God gives seed to the sower. Remember, it is the seed of God among your seeds that gives life to your seeds. Notice God is not giving you the harvest. He's giving you a seed that will give you harvest. Mm. There's a big difference. Yeah. Some people have sold out because God gave them a seed and they threw the seed away because they wanted God to give them a harvest. Wow. <laughs> Go down the comments. Let me see. Mm. <laughs> I just hit the, you see the thing down there? Uh, the 14 thing. Okay, perfect. So it starts going up. So many people have sold out like that. Jacob treasured the words his father spoke because he knew that he would change his life. Mm. Some of you, when you receive prophetic word, ah, <laughs> ah amen, that's just another prophetic word. I receive it because you understand it. Not because you're compelled by it. Not because you understand those words can change your life. So you expected a harvest and you took that seed and you threw it away. Somebody else will receive the same word and their whole life changes. Mm. God gives seed to the soul. God doesn't give seed to somebody who doesn't sow. It is the seed of God that gives you a harvest. Mm -hmm. Your seeds will never give you a harvest until God gives you a seed. Wow. Okay. God gives seed to the sower. God gives seed to the sower. I'll say it one more time. God gives seed to the sower. In finishing. Uh, uh, did somebody learn something? Let me see where people are. Let me see where people are. If you learned something, I just want you to type, I learned something. I learned something. I want you to type, I learned something. I learned something. I learned something. I learned something. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hmm? What, uh, what, what are the comments written to? Oh, you went to you went super fast. Yes, I'm Okay. Veronica, Erin, I learned something. Mm -hmm. House of Prayer, I learned a lot. Emmanuel, mm -hmm. I learned something. Sly Fox, I learned something. Mary Jane, I learned something. Mm -hmm. Arthur Elias, I learned something. Mm -hmm. Carla Hill, I learned something. Mm -hmm. Queen Fina, I learned something. Mm -hmm. Ivy, Stephanie, Amen. I learned something. When we follow the ten points, would we be restored in our purpose? A hundred percent. Brian Washington, thank you, Papa. Doug Taylor, I always learn from the greatest prophet of prophets. Uh, Lachelle Henderson, I learned something. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Stir mm -hmm. Alita. I learned a lot, Papa. Vanita Marie, mm. I've learned something. Miracle Mukiwa, I learned something. Mm. Olga, I learned something. Mm. Mm. Doris, the seed of righteousness, thinking is mm. in the sowing. I think I got the answer to my question. Mm. Susan Wanza, I have learned something. Mm. Monta Alston, I learned something new. Mm -hmm. Anna Deander, thank you, Papa. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Donald, this is life-changing, Prophet. God bless you. Okay. Everybody type, I will not sell out. I will not sell out. And then I'll I give you the next, I'll give you the prophetic instruction now. Mm. Somebody type, I will not sell out. I will not sell out. Mm, I will not sell out. Somebody type, I will not sell out then I know you're ready. You're ready for the next prophetic step now. This is my soul. Okay, mm -hmm. are we ready? People are typing. Okay, now listen to me carefully. Uh, I told you yesterday or the day before yesterday I've been battling jet lag, but we now need. 987,000 to finish our church project. 987,000. 987. 987. Uh, are you listening to me? Nine 
right now, if we do not finish this project, we have sold out. Mm. If we do not work to get this structure for God, we have sold out. We are very, very close and our time is running out, but it's very, very possible to get it done. Mm -hmm. I want you to put the, the, the giving thing. Who is going to invest in their spiritual life that is going to benefit other people in the future to come? Mm. Are you listening to me? Mm -hmm. Who's going to do it? If we only have 500 people that will give 1,974, we are done. Wow. 500 people who can sacrifice 1,975, we are done. Get your best sacrifice, whether it's a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty-five thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, even the million if you want to give it. No matter what you have, get your best mm -hmm. and speak to it mm. and speak to your destiny mm. and say, Lord, I am giving this towards your house as I revive everything in my own life. Mm. Let my action Remove any kind of selling out that is in me. Whether you're going to use Wells Fargo, whether you're going to use PayPal, whether you're going to use Venmo, no matter what you're going to use or do wire transfer, let's get it done. Amen. Let's get it done as fast as possible. You have been giving. We appreciate it. But we need to finish. Let's get God this house. Let's honor God by giving him a house and he will secure our houses. Let's help God secure his earthly family and God will secure our family. Mm. Let's help God fulfill his mandate in this world and God will make sure that we finish what he sent us to do. Right now I want you to go and find your best sacrifice. Remember, if only 500 people will give 1,974,000, ,000, we are done. We are 100% done. We are 100% done. I want you to go right now and do it. Go right now and do it. In Jesus.
to you empty You deserve nothing less of me Lord, I surrender, I'm yours So fill me Full of your glory completely Light my path for me
I know you can get me out of it. I, I can always count on you. Yeah. I'm yours and I'm proud of it. Show me your grace. Show me your way. I'm seeking after you. Show me your face. I wanna know more. Keeping it 100, I was running, I was running, had to run the hard way. But you always up to something. If you said it, then it's done. I know it every time I pray. It's done. I won't walk over. Mercy on my day. Say. He made a way, for real. for real I was down bad, I'll cast, he changed the way I live, I've been riding around, I'm on too long Jesus, take the wheel, take control I know my fate is sealed He made a way, for real, for real. I was down bad, I'll cast, he changed the way I live, I've been riding around, I'm on too long Jesus, take I'm on a mission, I gotta finish, yeah Made a commitment to go the distance, yeah Made in his image, I can't diminish, yeah I'm about his business, I gotta witness, yeah Every second and every minute, yeah As long as he with me, I got no limits, yeah Man, I'm so dependent, gotta admit it, yeah The burden been lifted, so I ain't tripping, nah, nah That's why I'm true to this Had to put a moment, I had to bring the crew in it Ain't no way to ruin it, it just keep on renewing I rock the Gucci with the gold crucifix switch Oh no, he ain't through with me, yes He made a way, for real I was down bad, I'll cast, he changed the way I live, I've been riding around, I'm on too long Jesus, take the wheel, take control I know my fate is sealed He made a way, for real I was down bad, I'll cast, he changed the way I live, I've been riding around, I'm on too long Jesus, take the wheel
God bless you all again and uh, thank you for all that I've given. Thank you for all that I've sacrificed. And I think, should we go live tonight also? We should, eh? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to come back uh, on tonight and give you another deep teaching? And if I come back tonight, I'll give you an update. Every time I come live, I give you an update of what has been raised towards what we are trying to knock down. Amen. Uh, I thank God for you. I hope you learned something today. I hope that something has changed in your life. Even by your listening, by your sacrificing, I believe something has shifted. Father, I pray for everyone that is watching, wherever they are watching from around the world. Father, I thank you for honoring them and blessing them. Father, I pray that something will happen that will shift their lives and move them to their expected end in the name of Jesus. I pray that those things that were impossible will become possible. I pray that those things that were stagnant will be entangled and, and untangled and, and that there will be changes that will be lasting. Father, secure their future this day by their sacrifice. Secure their future by the reason of their sacrifice. I thank you, O oh Father, that this is done. This is accomplished in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Listen, I love you. I bless you. And, uh, and, uh, huh? oh yeah, uh, our partners, watch out for your email within an hour. All those who um, sent an email to partners at prophetlovey.com, I need to discuss with the partners um, something very important. So watch out for an email within an hour uh, because I want to jump on the Zoom call with you all and speak with you. So if you're a partner, watch out for an email uh, in the next, within an hour, you should get an email. Um, I bless you and increase you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Shalom. See you later on today. Bye-bye.